Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Episode 16, May 7th, 2019. Hope everyone had a great week since uh, you last listened. Uh, appreciated uh, all the listens and support so far we've had. Um, we had a, a poll here, too, last week that we threw up. It was a big, big debate. Waffles versus pancakes. We got a lot of votes on that, but I'll touch on that here in a little bit. Um, like I said, thanks for listening, you know, following us, reading our material. Um, if you haven't and you want to be caught up on us, check out our Twitter. Our Twitter is at Corn Sports. Our Instagram is CornFedSports1. Our Facebook is Facebook.com backslash CornFedSports1. And our blog website is CornFedSports1.blogspot.com. Well, as you can tell, I'm the only one talking again. But we got a very special episode. Before I introduce our guest, we uh, Timmy, his phone died, I guess. His wife messaged me, so I didn't hadn't talked to him all day. Didn't know what he was up to or whatnot. So I'm glad he's alive, though. His wife messaged me a bit a little bit ago, so I'm glad. And Wes, he's got finals or something going on with that, so he wanted to study, which is respectable. But got a very special guest, like I said. We got the Shauna, a.k.a. the fiancé. Shauna, how are you doing tonight? Doing good, just... You gotta speak louder than that. <laughs> I'm doing good, just watching the Cubs. It's tied up, and hopefully Rizzo can hit one out of here. Two out, so hopefully he's got it. Yep, well, we're. I'm happy, I guess, to have you on here. It'll be fun listening to this in a couple couple hours and making uh making you feel like a fool i'm sure <laughs> we'll see what happens but back to the waffles and pancakes this was a very highly contested poll actually um i think waffles won by like four votes and we had uh, like almost 120 votes um where do you stand on that one waffles or pancakes i definitely selected the waffles now if it's pancakes from like perkins or homestyle kind of breakfast place like Jay's and that's top notch but in general I would say waffles that's way to go especially at the restaurants or not the restaurants but the hotels that have the waffle maker that you can make your own yeah pretty, I would agree solid I would agree it's it's hard to be a good pancake I also voted for waffles on this um I don't know. Like she said, I like the, the thick waffles, like the Belgium style. The thin waffles are kind of mediocre. But also, there you can't really beat a great buttermilk pancake from like Perkins or one of those things. They're so delicious. So that's kind of how I feel. Um, thanks for everybody that voted on that. It was pretty close. So I think that could either go either way. It just kind of depends on the person and where you're from and whatnot. And who's making it key key one that's why you're my guest tonight because you're doing you're bringing in great insight like that i think (laughs) so we got a little bit shorter rapid minute tonight um obviously it's just me and shauna the the two ogs of the of the household but number the two and only ogs of (laughs) no eric yeah the eric jesse household get used to it but our first one since our, our fans don't really know you too well, they've just heard you chime in and laugh and make fun of us every once in a while. What is your favorite sports memory that you can think of going on? Well, I would say when I think of sports, I think of the people I'm with and the fun I've had with them. And in watching those sports, um, one game in particular 
Um, I was watching at my sister's, my twin sister's house with Eric, and I think it was a Cubs playoff game, and we were freaking out because it was a close game, and next thing you know... It was game five of the 2017 NLDS against the Washington Nationals. So that, for those that don't know, it was a winner-take-all uh, game, but... Yeah, Thanks go on. for jogging my memory there. I, I couldn't remember the, the, the fine details there. Yeah, I'm But sure. all I remember is my sister freaking out, jumping up and down, and she has a mini golden doodle, and she was barking up a storm. She thought something crazy was going on, and she got all worked up because we were so excited. So I love those type of memories, and then Eric and I together have been to like probably 10 Cubs games, um, and each one of those have been so much fun. Um I guess I remember, like, the odd things that happened during the games, like if there's been a fight. Um, one game I went to, I got stung by a bee, and I got hit in the head. And then I missed an engagement or a proposal. Because all in the same game. All in the same game, and then Eric caught a ball, so that was pretty amazing. So Making plays in the outfield, baby. You never can go wrong with the Cubs game. So I would say that's where the memories are at with those Chicago Cubbies. I love it. Fun fact also about that. 2017 NLDS Game 5 game. The Cubs won, by the way. But that's the first and only time I've ever seen Zoe the dog, Zoe Johansson the dog, hump. It was the funniest thing ever, too, because I saw it out of the corner of my eye, so I was dying laughing. (laughs) (laughs) That's why, yes, I kind of forgot about that. Yep. That other detail, that's why we were laughing so much, because we look over and she's (laughs) humping. And we just didn't know what to do. and It kind of oh. took the edge off because everybody that knows playoff baseball knows that it's heart, heart-wrenching. heart Every pitch gains more uh, tension. It just feels like you're going to war and you're just sitting there on your couch. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, thanks for our, our uh, insight on that one, Sean. That was a good answer. I enjoy that one. Good well, to hear. Well, let's go. We got a few more. Uh, these are actually on the spot for Shauna, too, so... She's thinking on the spot, which is good for her because she's uh, not always the fastest thinker in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, fiance. You're welcome. You're welcome. So (laughs) I think all day. So when it comes to thinking outside of my job, then I'm just not on it as much. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. (laughs) But here's a great debate question. For our rapid minute, Shauna. I'll answer on this one, too. Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny? It's <laughs> <laughs> so out there. Exactly. Well, I would definitely go with Santa Claus because you always get more gifts. Honestly, Santa Claus is probably the OG, too. Yeah, and I mean, when <laughs> we grew up, my sister and I, I would always look forward to having my pile. And since I'm a twin, then we had our shared pile, and it said... To the girls from Santa, to Shauna from Santa, and then to Lexi from Santa. And we got some pretty good gifts, I'd say. So I go with Santa Claus all the way. Okay. He's he's the OG, I'd say. <laughs> I I enjoy that one, but... Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong. You both get presents or candy or whatever. I'm going to have to go with the Easter Bunny, though. I didn't get any presents or candy <laughs> from the Easter Bunny this year. No, you must you have didn't been, leave You must have not been a good me. girl this year. Yeah, you didn't leave any eggs for me to find around I don't the think apartment. you were a good girl this year. <laughs> okay. But Easter well, Bunny... Well, you proposed to me, so I must have been good shit, enough. Something like that. <laughs> but the Easter Bunny, because everybody 
Unless Tim was on here. Well, he'd probably agree. He loves candy. But you gotta love the candy. Sometimes for Christmas, Santa Claus brings you crappy gifts that you don't like. And then you're just like, you gotta act like you're happy and you're like, oh, thank you. When you get candy, you're like, all right, I'm gonna eat this right now. (laughs) I I don't know about you, but I still eat candy on Christmas because I eat candy all year round. Well, yeah, but you know what I'm... And there's those chocolate covered or peanut butter chocolate balls. Chocolate balls, huh? That... Oh, the yeah, cake ball thingies. Yeah, yeah I love that, those. But... <coughs> well, that might be our, uh, what, our poll question for the week. What do you think about that one for poll question? Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny? Yeah. I mean, I think most people are going to say Santa Claus. Let's be honest. <laughs> wow. I'm kind of offended. So the Easter Bunny might be offended from you. Well, I mean, I don't know what Easter Bunnies you know, but I've never received, like, Large gifts, maybe a little basket here and there with some eggs, some coin, some coin, some candy. But Santa Claus, he gives you know, he gave me a bike and gymnastics mat. Yeah, since you can do so many gymnastics, (laughs) I used to be able to do somewhat. But let's move into our next question. This is a very important one. I should have asked you this before I proposed to you, honestly. This is super on the spot. Super on the spot. If you could be in any house in Harry Potter, which house would it be and why? So you got Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Slytherin, and Hufflepuff. Which one would you be? (laughs) So my gut goes with Hufflepuff because of the name. And it just seems like it's fitting. Hufflepuff. Okay, but no really good re- reason why? No, I mean, if I was if I was thinking of like a good reason and not just the name and me liking the name, I think Gryffindor because I feel like those are they're just good folks. They're just they're just good people. I feel like they have good hearts. <laughs> <laughs> and I would hope to think that I have a good heart and I would belong there. Fair enough. I mean, you can't really go wrong with any of them except Slytherin, Slytherin I guess. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you you and Draco Malfoy would get along pretty well. Are He's you? got that slick back blonde hair. It's kind of your vibe, right? <laughs> yeah, like you have the slick back blonde hair. I don't know what you're talking about, but... Well, I mean, I'd obviously have to go with Gryffindor, too, because nothing better than hanging out with Harry and the boys and Hermione. You know, playing some Quidditch out there, getting W's, loving life. What do you think about that? Would you be Harry and I'd be Hermione? Uh, they don't end up together. Jeez. Oh, oh yeah. my oh, God. Oh, yeah, they don't. Shoot. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You're right. We just watched all of them. Is that a sign? Ron does have red hair. and Hermione, would you say she has red hair? Sort of? No. Brown. Brown? Well, you don't even know that Harry and... Well, actually, Harry ends up with Ron's sister, you know. Oh, that's true. And she has red hair. Ginny? Mm, Okay. Well, maybe that's how it's going to (laughs) work. Something like that. (laughs) All right. Let's move into our last uh, rapid minute question for the night. Another super on the spot one, so I hope you can come up with an answer. (laughs) But you also are are the TV queen for sure. Sandwich queen and... (laughs) TV queen. Why am I the sandwich queen? Because you make me a sandwich every morning. Nothing better than that. 
Yeah, you're so lucky. Uh, At least you get the yogurts and the the sides going, but I make that sandwich. Every morning, sandwich queen, hurry up, gotta make me a sandwich. <laughs> Alrighty. Alright, well, back to our uh, question. If you had to live any TV characters that you've ever watched, if you had to like be any TV character, which one would it be and why? There's so many shows oh, yeah. I've watched. Because I'm, I have a Netflix slash Hulu addiction. So just for me to think about all the possible characters, you know. There's a lot out there. The one that sticks out to me would be in Nashville, Connie Britton. Britton. Doesn't she die in a car crash? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you got to go well, with it. Go out with a bang. Up until that point, up until she dies. I just feel like... Well, number one, she had an amazing voice in the show, and everyone loved her. She was just a really, really cool person. And I feel like, as an actress, she's just so good in every show I've watched. Mm -hmm. Everything from Friday Night Nights to Nashville to um, 911. Is she in that anymore? Well, I'm not. Actually, that's a show I need to get... Back, we're back also we're talking about the TV character, not the actress. Not the actress. Yes. Um, well, I still, I mean, even think about Friday Night Lights. She was such a good mom and wife, and she was just so good. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to say I'm still sticking with Connie Britton. And she has reddish hair, so. You can't go wrong with um, that, right? Going to, you know, stick with my redheads. We're all sticking together. You know, it's a dying breed, so. It's a dying breed. Gotta gotta stick together, us redheads. <laughs> Fair enough. Hashtag redhead don't care. Or red hair don't care. Yes. <laughs> but, well, honestly, this is a, a real tough question. There's a couple that instantly pop into my mind. One potentially would be Red Foreman just because he's kind of a jerk to everybody and he gets away with it and everybody still loves him. <laughs> Off of that 70s show. Oh. Great show. Gotta love it. Okay. Um, but the one that really sticks out the most... Honestly, I'm going to have to go with Ted Mosby off of How I Met Your Mother. Just a great, genuine dude. Lives in New York City. Um, you know, got a, he's an architect, so he's making some pretty solid uh, coin, as Shauna likes to say. So you got to love that, right? <laughs> Am what I the you, only person that says coin? Pretty much. <laughs> so, what do you think about that one? Um, well, I've seen a few episodes. The show seems pretty funny, but that's what I actually have not gotten into. Yeah. I have to add that onto my list. I'm pretty busy here with some other shows, so that'll be one that I'll get to it probably. Yeah, well, that's good. You know, you got you got priorities with shows. You yeah. Got priorities. Yeah, it's, there's so many out there. Netflix and Hulu have just killed the game and keep doing it. And, mm-hmm. And so. movies that are... Netflix or Hulu original movies, yeah. too. Yeah, that really changed the game, too. But is there any other rapid minute questions you can think of off the top of your head that you'd want to discuss quick? Let's see. If not, we can move into our first topic, I, but... I can think of one. Let's if hear you... it. This is on the spot for me, so it's going to be kind of difficult. Let's hear so it, So let's say for the rest of your life... Oh, boy. You could only have... Either salty snacks like chips or <laughs> like Cheez-Its or the good or pretzels like the good salty snacks or you could have sweet 
treats like ice cream Ooh. and brownies. Oh boy. So you either could only have salty snacks and the crunchy Ooh. or sweet. So if you chose the desserts, you could never have chips or any of that good salty stuff. If you chose the salty stuff, then you could never have the ice cream or cake or cookies or Honestly, I'd probably go with the salts. Because you can eat those like all day and not, well, you can eat the other ones all day too, but you feel bad if you eat desserts all day and feel like a fat, fat ass if you do, I guess. And you gotta, I mean, you gotta I love chips. I feel sick if I. Yeah, well, that too. You gotta go with chips though, too, because you can just do so much with chips and tacos and walking mm-hmm. tacos and chips and dip and uh, also like pretzels and stuff and Gardettos, mm-hmm. Chex Mix. There's so much you can do with the salty, I feel like, compared to. I'm definitely to the, a salty. Salty person. You a salty type of girl. I'm a salty person as compared to sweet. I mean, I don't think I could ever give up chips. I mean, it's literally a part of my food group. So that would be difficult. I would definitely choose chips, salty, and crunchy over sweet. Gotta respect it. I love it. I would agree. I mean, my grandma got me on it. She, after school, we'd always have chips. She'd bring us a bowl of chips, and then we'd say, Grandma, round two. (laughs) Get us another bowl of chips. Sometimes an apple here or there, but... She always had the best chips at her house, so that just kind of continued my whole life, is making sure I have some good chips at home. Grandma Fiffner spoiled you gals. Yes, yes she did. <laughs> so, well, is there anything else you guys want to talk, or you want to talk about, Shauna, before we go into our first topic for the night? I think we're good. How do you think it went tonight for you? <laughs> How do you think it went tonight for you? It's going good. Good, going well. good, good. All right, let's move into our first topic for the night then. All right, first topic for the night. For those listeners out there know, I have never, or Shauna, has never seen Game of Thrones. So with all the hype and stuff it's been getting over the past couple weeks since uh, I think season eight, the last season's been going on, seeing all the Twitter and Facebook talk, we poached my sister's uh, HBO Now login and we're currently now started the season. Or season one, I should say. Started the uh, series. Mm-hmm. So we've watched the first five five episodes, yeah, right? I first think five. First five mm-hmm. episodes, which puts us exactly halfway through the first season. So, what's what's your uh, first uh, overall? Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Reaction, reaction. Reaction of seeing the first five episodes. Well, <laughs> you have a little incest in the first episode, so <laughs> taking a little. A little off guard there and <laughs> a little out there. Um, for me, these type of shows tend to be confusing and it's hard for me to follow. She asked me a million questions. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm watching it. So I guess I'm more interested in the weird stuff that happens. Like the incest to me, I just don't get it. Like, why is that even in there? <laughs> like, there's just all this crazy stuff that happens and... There's a lot of violence, which I've come to realize most of the TV shows now that are, like, big, violence is a big part of it, which is sad that it makes it entertaining. And and it's just, like, crazy to think that it's so entertaining. Yeah. But it's because they do the craziest thing. I mean, the episode we watched today, the, what was his role? He was a knight or something like that. He just chopped the head off of a horse. Uh, he wasn't a knight. We'll get into that in a little bit. But I'd say my overall reaction is, like she was saying, all that stuff. But there's a lot of, there's pretty much at least one or two sex scenes per uh, episode, I would say. Mm-hmm. But 
the first episode, uh, winter's coming. That just kind of shows everybody like what's what's this show gonna be about and how's it's you know plays out. Which it starts off real confusing because like there's like all these different lands, obviously, and you're just like okay. And then the king comes to Winterfall, right? Yeah, Winterfall, yeah. and that's where Ned Stark and all his people are at and. So it kind of just builds off of that and just seeing, like, the many different things that they talk about. Like, the first, I don't know, I'd say four and a half episodes are pretty slow for the most part. Mm-hmm. Kind of, well, like, there's so many different characters, and I feel like we haven't even met all the characters yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, who's your favorite character so far through the first five episodes? I like the little girl, um, the king's... Ar- Aria? Yes. I Aria or whatever? Aria. She, that everyone thinks she's a boy. But she's a little girl. But she's just very, she's very strong. She she knows what she wants. She knows who she is. And she's just a go-getter. She chases around the cat. <laughs> she hears different rumors that are going on. I just feel like she just has a lot of character to her. Yeah. She doesn't want to fill that traditional woman role yes. either. Especially for like a... a what is it? A, not sir, but like a upper class family. Because mm-hmm. since he's like a hand of the king, or was, was, but we'll see how that plays out. I'm interested to see what happens. Kind of cut us off at a bad mm-hmm. spot in episode five. But I think my favorite character, honestly, he had, I don't think he, he wasn't really in this past episode five for us, but Jon Snow. I'm a big Jon Snow believer and fan. You know which one that is? He's it's, the one it's that. It's uh, Stark. Uh, Ned Stark's bastard son. Yeah, isn't he the one that kind of was friends or tried to be friends and nice to the new? Yeah, went because he went to the wall, like yeah. for training and whatnot. The new guy that really was disowned by his dad and. Oh yeah, yeah. The oh a bigger dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, and he's just like a badass. He's like kicking ass, taking names, and just a strong dude. And he's got a cool wolf. But it seems like he has <laughs> a big heart, though, too. Like, he he really cares about making sure people, you know, are treated right. Like, he cared about that new guy. Yeah. Which I liked. Yeah. And he's bull. He, he's kind of looking out for, like, everybody because mm-hmm. he knows. Well, I don't think he knows exactly. Or we don't really know exactly either. Well, we kind of do because the first episode previewed it a little bit. What's on the other side of the wall. But I think he's getting them ready. Because they always say winter's coming and mm-hmm. there's... From the sound of it, winter's just, like, random times. Like, it can go, like, 10 years from winter to, like, like summer to winter. Because, like, the Bran, Bran and uh, Arya, they call them summer kids because they've all the, their whole lives it's only been summer. So they haven't lived through the super, super cold, I guess, weather. But let's talk about the, <laughs> I guess, the first scene, the first huge scene that happened, um, episode one. At the end of episode one, Bron, uh, Stark, Ned Stark's kids crawl or like climbing up. He climbs up these towers and like just he's climbing to be a kid, and he's done it a million times. But he walks up and he, the queen and king and the whole family and whatever is there in Winterfall, and he climbs up there and he walks up into a little incest scene going on between mm-hmm. the queen and her brother. Which we won't talk about how weird that is to begin with, but we'll just focus on the fact that it's the queen. And then he 
gets like he I don't know what he's thinking and then he like Bron the they see Bron there and then they push him out of the tower window. What do you what did you what was your initial reaction when you watched that for the first time? Besides the <laughs> It's incest. a little extreme if a kid sees something that let's just kill him. So right from the start you're like, "Wow, this is going to be a crazy show." Well, and then I was wondering if he died or not, if he survived it and I mean, right from the beginning, it's just not typical things that, you know, you would see. Yeah. And the the Lannisters is, I guess, like the big, well, that's like the brother and sister, their original last name. And there's a few other ones, too. But, yeah, it was it, it was interesting. That kind of, I didn't even know that they were brother and sister. I don't think they said it until, like, the second or third mm-hmm. episode. So then that kind of adds another dimension on mm-hmm. top. But someone had warned us or told me. So then I feel like I put two and two together. Yeah. So what's, yeah, what's, is there any other scene that kind of stick out to you right away? Just like for, for uh, the first five episodes? Well, like I said, the horse that he just kills yeah. his own horse. The, uh, I think it was the mountain. He's been only in it for like two minutes and both in the. I don't even know what it's called anymore, where they're running at each other on horses with the big, long uh, mallets or whatever. Uh, I should know what it's called, because I love that one movie with Heath Ledger in it. But he's doing that, and he's, I think he's against, like, a knight or something. Mm-hmm. And he loses, and he, he just goes ape shit crazy, because he loses, and he cuts, cuts his horse in half, <laughs> like, legit in half. And then he, like, starts fighting the dude, and then, like, his brother or something comes out of the crowd, and, like... I don't know. It's a wild scene too. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. the episode five definitely started picking up like mm-hmm. that. Started in episode five, and then later on in the episode is where we saw that big uh, fight scene at the mm-hmm. end with right after the king and the council all wanted to kill. Uh, what's the girl's name? I don't remember, but I don't think it's a really. It might be a main character, but one of some girl that got pregnant. They want to kill them and the kid. And the council all votes unanimously to kill the the mom and the kid. But Ned is like, no, if you do that, blah, blah, blah. And then he hands over, like, his service, his hand to the king. And then he's just, like, kind of pissed off. And he leaves. And then also the other Lannister comes. They took his brother, the, uh, the little short dude, uh, little person, I guess. And I can't remember his first name either. Yeah, I can't remember. But... He's like, where's my brother? Because they arrested him because they thought he's the one that tried to, like, assassinate Bronn after he fell or whatever. But it obviously wasn't for those that have watched the show. And they have the, the dude arrest, like, in custody, I guess would be mm-hmm. a good word. And he's, he's a prisoner. Yeah, prisoner. And he's, like, pissed because he's like, where's my brother at? And then, like, he's with, like, a bunch of knights and stuff. And he basically calls him out and kills... What is his right hand man kind of mm-hmm. not his? Mm-hmm. I don't think he's he's like a protector, like a mm-hmm. bodyguard of the of Stark. And then they get into a huge fight at the end, and then the one of the knights just like t- kind of takes a cheap shot and stabs him in the in the back of the what like leg in or something. The leg in it. Yeah, and then it cut off. But then before that cut off, I guess the Lannister that was fighting him um, kills the guy that that stabbed him. They <laughs> like cheap shot at him. <laughs> Which was wild, mm-hmm. but what did you think of that scene? Well, 
I guess it prepared me for what's ahead. That, I mean, what I've heard in the show is that they don't really care who they kill. And well, I don't, don't think he's he's not dead. I'm not, I'm pretty sure he's not dead. No, he's not dead. But some of those other people. Oh yeah, are. but they weren't like huge like characters. However, with the little the boy, you know. Yeah, he's awake and he did, but he doesn't remember everything yet. Yeah. He's still kind of piecing everything together. But that just that scene alone shows the extreme measures people go to hide a secret. Well, and. Well, they know the damage it could do. Yeah. Because, obviously, she's the queen, and they've... Well, there was kind of that weird scene in the last episode with with the king and the queen, and they're like... They clearly don't, like, like each other, mm-hmm. like, at all, it seems like. Yeah. Well, not like they don't like each other, they just don't love each other. No. So they're kind of at a falling out anyways with that, so that makes it more interesting. But, yeah. I don't know, the... First half of the season was a little slow, but it's starting to pick up for sure. I, I think the second half of this season is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited to see what happens. We're uh, definitely it's crazy because the uh, the episodes are all an hour long, so there's just so much stuff going on. And like mm-hmm. like I said, the first four episodes were really just introducing everybody. So mm-hmm. yeah. I just heard don't get too attached to the characters because you just don't know who's going to die next. Yeah. Well, it would be nice if people didn't tell you that, because then it would even more surprise you. Yeah. So, well, what's is you got any predictions for this second half of the season? As far as who's going to die? No, just like any, <laughs> well, potentially, but just like any predictions. Like, it kind of seems like the the kingdom or seven lands or whatever is kind of like at each other, though, too. Mm-hmm. Like, not like what you would expect. Like, because mm-hmm. the king and then just seems like the overall, like, dynamic is not very good and the communication <laughs> level is poor. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna, the boy is gonna remember what he saw and it's gonna get out the incest and what he saw and that's gonna be big. Yeah. So. Any, any deaths you think? Um, I mean, I could see, I really hope this doesn't happen because I like her, but the little girl, um, Ari, Ariana, or Aria. Aria, yeah. I could see her dying just because she's out there just doing her own thing. I could see some accident happening and her getting into some type of trouble and then accidentally dying or something along those lines. So I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, I'm honestly really interested. Like, this is probably my favorite thing that's been going on so far is with the little dude. I guess his name's Ty- Tyron. Ty- Ty- Tyronian. Whatever the hell that mm-hmm. is. See what happens with him. Just because, you know, Stark and his, well, his wife really kind of took the forefront of it and kind of put him under hostage, I guess. But see how that plays out. Because obviously he's like with the king. Uh, and whatnot, and we'll see what happens. I don't know. I feel like later episodes or later seasons, uh, the king's son Joffrey, mm-hmm. he's kind of a a d bag. <laughs> Just kind of the stuff he was saying, like he's like, so like about the Starks, and he's like, mm-hmm. we should consider them our enemy, and he's like, well, they got into it. Remember, like Arya, like his her wolf, their dire wolf attacked oh, yeah. him. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's like a huge setting up mm-hmm. scene 
I love the dire wolves. Yeah. Well, there's still some out there, mm-hmm. which I love the dire wolves too. They're awesome. So we're definitely looking forward to watching this uh, second season. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be more with, uh, what's her name too? Uh, the sister, the blonde sister mm-hmm. in the Cal, Cal Drago or whatever. The big, mm-hmm. like, Riversman or whatever. Because he's pregnant. Yeah, with his son. Which is kind of weird because I feel like they're, like, actually, like, love each other now, really. At first, it's just, to me, I think that's the oddest thing. She's, like, forced to yeah, be with him. because and... of the make him happier. Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of... I mean, some cultures are still kind of like that, which is weird, but... Yeah. There's one more thing I wanted to touch on before we moved into our next topic. Um, I can't remember what it is right now. I had it. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to add, I guess, while I'm thinking? Um, I would just say, you know. Not, not a whole lot? <laughs> not a whole lot. Well, that's good anyways. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we're looking forward to see what happens with the Lannisters and whatnot, because there's so many of them, and they all kind of seem like they're up to trouble. Bad, bad eggs. What do you think? I don't even know who's a good egg on the show. Like, yeah. who is really... I mean, also, something's going to happen. Winter is actually probably going to come. Yes. And something over the wall is going to happen with those looking, those weird-looking dudes and whatnot. hmm So, I'm excited. I'm mm-hmm. excited. I might make a couple blog posts, like, instant reactions after an episode, two, just to kind of, you know, touch a base right away, because mm-hmm. obviously it's more fresh in your mind. Um, so that's always fun. Mm-hmm. But if you guys got anything to say about this, let us know, you know, comment on our Facebook or any of our posts. Cause like I said, we're, we're noobs, straight up newbies on this show. So no spoiler alerts though. Yeah. We're, we're kind of just getting into it. Like I said, so we're still learning the names cause there's so many characters names too. So that makes it even more difficult. But honestly, here's a, this is my bold prediction besides like winter and coming and whatnot. My bold prediction is Ned Stark's wife dies. She gets killed mm-hmm. from taking the, the little guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of agree with that? Well, she's kind of taking a risk. Big so. risk. I think I think for sure she's done. I mean, she almost did die, but the little guy protected her. You know? Remember yeah. that? Yeah. That was nuts. So. So, yeah. Well, we're looking looking forward to the rest of the season. We'll, uh. We'll probably honestly podcast about the second half of the first season eventually, too. Just let you guys know what we thought of the rest of it and, you know, the big plot points and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, well, anything else you want to add? Should we move into our next topic? I think you hit it all. Good deal. All right, let's move on. All right. Well, for our second topic, we're kind of sticking with the same vibe, same wavelength. We're going to kind of talk about things we've watched recently uh different you know tv shows or different uh movies that we've mm-hmm. seen recently uh you know we're big uh big fans of both i guess we watch a decent amount of tv mm-hmm. and movies uh mm-hmm. obviously we we watch honestly all sorts of different genres so that makes it interesting too mm-hmm. um one show we just finished watching up actually it was kind of a just a one season eight uh eight episode uh type deal but for those that don't, haven't heard of it, go watch it. It's great. For those that haven't heard of it 
and haven't seen it yet, don't listen because spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so skip ahead like a couple minutes. See if you're uh, in the clear. But that uh, it's uh, actually a Hulu documented uh, show, which is we kind of talked about earlier with Netflix and Hulu kind of mm-hmm. setting the bar and taking over the game with TV shows and whatnot. But uh, The Act, crazy, crazy show. Uh, what's what's your uh? Why don't you give our listeners a rundown of kind of the what it's about for the most part? Well, it's based on a true story of a mother who was married um, and had a child. Very young age. At a very young age, and then the father kind of freaked out, wasn't ready to be a parent, wasn't in the picture. And the mother... That's just off the show, right? Not in real life, though? No, that's in real life. Okay. That he wasn't... Well, he wasn't as much in the picture, but um, she only let him talk to her, to the child, limited amounts. Yeah. Um, But the mother... Dee Dee Blanchard. Dee Dee. She was off her rocker, and she started to kind of make up these health issues for her daughter. Um, She made her daughter be in a wheelchair at a very young age and her daughter actually could walk, but she told her daughter she couldn't walk. She made her have a feeding tube. um, Yeah, said she was allergic to sugar. Said she was allergic to sugar. Um, Supposedly she had cancer. She, I guess... All these different type of diseases. Many diseases. Um, The daughter really never knew how old she was and... Her voice was very childlike, um, so it was just very, very odd. And she just kept Dee Dee kept coming up with more m- kind of medical conditions for yeah. her daughter. And she told her that she was a lot younger than she actually mm-hmm. was, so that kind of messed with her too. Mm-hmm. But and so essentially, Dee Dee quit her job so she could. Well, they got all this money mm-hmm. from you know these certain like. I don't think Make-A-Wish was the one, but, like, organizations like that. Like, and they were in Georgia, I want to say, or somewhere down south a little bit. No, Mississippi, I think. No, Missouri. They moved from, they were in Katrina, like, in Hurricane Katrina, so Louisiana. Then after that, they moved up to, like, they got this house with, like, all the, super nice house with all renovated for, like, her wheelchair and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Bright pink house. (laughs) Yeah. Like a fairy tale and yeah, this this gal was sheltered. She didn't have a normal life. She couldn't really talk to many people. Her mom just didn't really t- trust many people and her mom continued to get away with making up these stories about her medical conditions. And one of the doctors started to question it and she's like, "Well, is anyone does anyone really know if she actually has been diagnosed with these? Has anyone really checked this and has looked into it?" Um, and the mom just started to write her own prescriptions for things. She would take the, crazy. the doctor's pad, you know, somehow be sneaky with it. And so essentially she was abusing her daughter day in, day out. And it's just the craziness, you know, crazy things that she was doing. She couldn't live a normal life and she's actually a really beautiful girl. And, you know, she shaved her head and... Because she, they said she had cancer. Said, so yeah, because she had, supposedly she had cancer, but she didn't. So I've never heard of this, and it is a the mom did have a mental health condition, um, which has a name, like, something by proxy. Um, so that was something new to me because I had never 
heard of that before. Yeah, it's there's so many different uh, mental illnesses, I feel like, that just mm-hmm. keep... Yeah. And ones she, that are less common, like this. Yeah. It was... I don't know how to pronounce this. Munch... Munch something by proxy. That's what she had. It's where she, like, just was overprotective and... The mom was in terrible health as the thing, too, which is weird. She had, like, was super overweight and took all these pills. And, like, in the show, they have a, just, like, a basically a closet. Like, an entire closet full of drugs. Mm-hmm. Mostly for, supposed to be for Gypsy, but since she doesn't actually need them, she was super healthy. But I'm, the weird thing is, I feel like the mom, I actually thought she had all the, like, the daughter had all those things. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if it's a mental health problem, but do you think there were times where she questioned? I mean, do you think at times she really knew she didn't? You know, she saw her walking and she would get in trouble for not being in her wheelchair. Still, though, like when they were in the house, she still like made her do certain things. Like when as the show progressive and she gets older and older, because there's a lot of time in between episodes, I feel like just the highlights Mm -hmm. that when she gets older, then she kind of steers away from it. And she always wants her to look younger because people are more sympathetic typically towards mm-hmm. child illnesses. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get more money. But long story, I guess the big thing that kind of starts her whole, uh, the whole, not really issue, but like more things happening, I guess, like the downward slope of the, the episode is uh, Gypsy's like getting older, obviously, so her, so her like interest in, in males kind of like goes at a a peak and that kind of sets her off to like like she's her mom's like passed out from all the drugs she's taken so she like gets a computer and she's like on these weird dating websites and like talking to a bunch of dudes and like she meets this dude on there just so happens that he has like issues too like multiple personality and and i don't know it's weird what do you think Mm -hmm, about that mm -hmm. well Essentially, they're having computer sex. Cyber. Cyber sex. Um, <laughs> and talking dirty to each other. And she would put on these different wigs. And just the transformation. All this makeup, wigs. Like, wow. All this that she's doing just to get the attention from a male. But if you think about it, she can't even have the opportunity to meet anybody in person. So that's all I guess she had. Um, and then you get to know his side his second personality, per se. Victor. Victor. His real name is John. Um, and how evil Victor is. And, and he gets to know how much she doesn't like her mom and how her mom won't let her do anything, won't let her be the person she wants to be and just the abuse that she's gone through. And then next thing you know, they're developing a plan to meet and developing a plan for him to kill her, to kill the mom. And that's what happens. Which... Is insane. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, obviously you should never, like, kill a person unless, like, it's absolutely necessary. Like, I feel like they, she could have just gotten away somehow. But, like, self-defense type stuff is what I'm, I guess, talking about. But, like, she was, like, literally abused, like, mentally, physically, emotionally, like, her whole life. Yeah. So you feel, you do feel for her, but, like, it's just, like, such a weird situation, like, do you think, like, there's other, like, this happens, like, more than what we obviously know? Well, I'm sure it does, and maybe not to this extreme, but 
it just shows that if you've been abused, you're more likely to act out on that and commit acts of violence yourself. And that's why that cycle of abuse is so scary. And if you don't get these people help, like just think if someone, if she would have gotten out, just think if the mom would have gotten caught, the mom, you know, would have, she would have been taken away from her mom, put in a foster care system or in a better home. You know, things would have been totally different. Maybe she would have lived a more normal life and now she's in jail. And I do see her as a victim. Now she should have developed this plan to have Victor kill her mom. But on the other hand, she's a victim Yeah. of lifelong abuse. And just that's so scary to think of if you're abused for that long, the anger that builds up that you actually could be compelled to kill somebody. Yeah. <clears throat> but kind of touching on the show and then after, like how it's linked to the real real world the end of the show it talks about how gypsy who's the the daughter is committing or serving a 10-year sentence just for you know the plans and whatnot whatever sentence i don't remember what it was and the dude that obviously killed her nick is obviously in there for life which makes sense but what do you think about her only getting 10 years over the whole thing And apparently she's, in real life, she's engaged mm-hmm. already, which is wild. Mm-hmm. Wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it goes back to just seeing her as the victim and she didn't actually commit the murder. He did. True, but However, that, she, she would have never been murdered if she wasn't yeah. like... I mean, 10 years, gonna be, it doesn't seem like a lot for that type of crime. When she gets released, it's going to be a big, big, big controversy and ordeal, for sure. What do you think? You think it'll be a big deal? I mean, I'll be interested to see if something's on the news. or. Oh, yeah. It's already been blowing up. Yeah, to see what happens, to see what her life looks like, actually. Like, I'm sure she'll be maybe involved in some interviews that I'd like to listen in on. um, Just about her experience and where she's at now and what her future holds, but... It's just really sad because in the movie, you know, it showed her, obviously, the actor or actress at a young age of just a normal little girl, you know, and I'm sure that's what she was, just a normal little girl, and then next thing you know, her mom's making her to be this girl with all these medical issues and can't even live her life. Yeah, wild. Like, who would even do that to somebody? But once again, it just kind of shows how much your mental health matters and the mental health problems that are out there and we need more money that goes into mental health to get people like that help we do i'm not disagree (laughs) but yeah the thing that i guess has happened in real life and on the show the the couple nick and gypsy they're like they post they like run away to his like parents house in wisconsin Mm mm-hmm and they make a Facebook post on Gypsy and DD's Dee shared a uh, what Facebook, Facebook page? Account. And pardon my language, but they post the the bitch is dead. <laughs> and then I guess like within hours of that, they like discover the body, and then they obviously they I guess they had like a pretty much straight paper trail like a crumbs leading mm-hmm. all the way up there. So they're like, well, they arrested him real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, and another thing that is just so out of this world to me is that after Victor killed the mom, they proceeded, John. or John, 
Victor's just alter ego. Um, <laughs> they proceeded to have sex before they even left <laughs> the house with the dead body in the same house. Like, that's just so wrong. I just, in so many levels, but yeah. So I, if you want to learn more about the actual story, I'd recommend you listen to Dr. Phil's podcast, actually. How many episodes is that? Well, I've only listened to the first episode because I think that's all that was out at the time when I listened to it, which was last week, but there could be another episode out. But um, it just, once again, kind of takes you deeper into the real story and what all happened, and he just analyzes the mom and Gypsy and kind of every character, or not every character, but every person um so another good way to kind of stay updated on what's going on yeah i that'd be fun to listen to i haven't listened to it yet <laughs> but <clears throat> podcasts are really taking over too there's so many great podcasts out there including the corn fed sports entertainment podcast what do you think about that shauna well of course <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not now that i've been on it scared people away but something like that but overall the act's really good I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it an eight and a half out of 10 rating. Mm -hmm. What do you got? What do you got on the rating scale? Because since you are the the TV show queen. Yes, that's true. I'd say eight and a half, nine. I mean. You got to give us one. Let's go nine. Oh. Because it's so unique. It's such a unique story. There's nothing ever like it. And not only is it a TV show, but it's also. real life. Yeah. It's also portraying. A real story. Now, some things have been fictionalized yeah. or exaggerated, but this is a true story, and I've never heard a story like this before. No. So, I would say, and the acting is just yeah, great, phenomenal. So nine, I would say nine. It kind of fits into uh, the overall theme of where TV, like a lot of entertainment value, is going, is to the real, real drama, real crime mm-hmm. aspects. So. I think it kind of continues on that path mm-hmm. going forward. So we'll be interested to see how that goes. But. Well, just with the other show, speaking of Connie um, Britton, the other show that we had watched that was once again um, based on a true story uh, where she marries... Oh, yeah. Dear John. Dear John. Um, or Dirty John, Dirty not Dear John. John. Yeah, Dear John Dirty is John. actually a very sentimental movie, I think. Yeah. No, Dirty John... Um, so I feel like that's just the route TV shows are going. Yeah, developing these shows that actually are about real occurrences. Mm-hmm. When I just watched one today um, or this evening about Ted Bundy and what's that like the wickedly? It's a long title. Yeah, and that was on Netflix. Um, we had already watched the tapes. The tapes about it, um, and this was with Zac Efron, and he, wow, he was an amazing actor, I would say. Like, he's just in so many different movies. Yeah. Don't played... talk about it too much, because I haven't heard it yet. Oh, yeah, that's Or seen true. it yet. But um, I did hear it was, I read, because I've been interested since we watched the tapes, that it's from the perspective of his, like, old girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it is a different perspective. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's called Extremely Wicked, Shackingly Evil, and Vile. So, And just to think a person could commit those acts. Once again, I just blows my mind. Yeah, it's 
But he was very smart, and that's the thing. These people who commit these acts of violence are extremely smart, and they know what they're doing. And that's what's so scary about it. And they look like this is a handsome guy. You know that. (laughs) Well, I mean, and in the movie, it shows like all the girls were still attracted to him even when he was on trial. Yeah, and it just shows. I read something that said that too. That just shows that these people who commit these acts of crime are not, you know, different looking people. They're not going to stand out. They look like normal people. Yeah. And they can act like they lead, lead normal lives or they might have a double life. And that's what's so scary about it is you just can't, you just don't know. Yeah. You just don't know who that Definitely would be. Definitely gotta, gotta completely know somebody, I guess. But is there any other thing that we've really watched recently that besides Game of Thrones and you watching that? Uh, well, we finished Bunny Walking movie? Dead or up till, up until. Yeah, it's gotten better. I, we kind of touched on that last week a little bit, but it's gotten, this last season was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. So we haven't seen Aven- Avengers Endgame yet. We need to, I need to see the, the last one before I go see that with her, hopefully. I don't think I've seen any of the Avengers, so. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have to get that um, going. I mean, I'm watching The Fosters. Nobody wants to hear about that. I think it's a, a great show because it really highlights different issues going on today and um their family dynamics are very interesting and i personally like it well that's all that matters right (laughs) we're well looking forward to coming up stranger things is coming out the fourth of july the third season i'm looking forward to that quite a bit handmaid's tale is coming out Um, never gotten into it but i hear it's well it kind of creeps me out for obvious reasons once again Another crazy show that has a lot of violence and a lot of... Shame, 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 shame. Just horrible things that happen to women. I just feel like that's the trend right now. Um, Very, very interesting show. It's a little difficult to watch at times, but it's so out there that you just want to watch it. Why is it difficult to watch? Because of the rape that happens in it and the acts of violence and these women are beaten, you know, the handmaids. Yeah, I've never seen it. The handmaids are beaten, they have no say, they have no voice, and they're controlled so much and they're powerless. And so you just, some of the scenes that they show are pretty... Pretty graphic. Pretty graphic and pretty cruel, so... Yeah. Sex education, um... That was another really good Netflix show, just going to say. So much humor with that one. If you didn't receive some sexual health education (laughs) in high school, um, you might receive a little bit. (laughs) But it it was pretty funny, so I would recommend that one too. Yeah. I have not seen that either. She watches a lot more than me. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess anything else before... We want to wrap it up for the night, or you pretty good for our podcast so far tonight? I mean, I would say we're we're pretty good. We covered kind of what we wanted to yeah. get out of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I had I had a lot of fun with y'all. Yeah, it's not fun's fun's one word for it. So. <laughs> with the fiance. Yeah, but well, I guess that means we'll uh, go into wrapping it up here for the 
for the evening. Hope you guys enjoyed so far. Got to hear these beautiful voices. Alrighty. Thanks for everybody that stood uh, stood with us so far. Um, well, thanks for coming on tonight, Sean, on short notice. A lot of on-the-spot questions on the rapid minute and kind of moving forward every once in a while. Um, hope you had fun. It was a good time, and maybe I'll join you again. Gotta love it. Maybe you'll ask this redhead back. <laughs> maybe. The, the Hard fiance. Maybe. We will see, but I enjoyed talking a little bit about my shows. You did, huh? Mm-hmm. That's your big old passion, that's, huh? That's my passion, my shows. Well, Probably should find a new hobby, but <laughs> for now, it's it's working. There you go. Well, happy to have you on. We'll have to talk about sports a little more next time, just you and me. <laughs> yep, yep. I better get studying on that one. There you go. If it's about the Cubs, I'd, I'd do okay. Anything else? Yeah, I'd probably need to refer to some notes. Yeah. A lot of big NBA games on coming up, too, so make sure you catch that out if you're an NBA fan. Uh, a lot of great series so far. Um, NBA playoffs have been awesome. So you guys all know how much I love the NBA and the NBA playoffs, I'm sure. But, well, if you uh, want to check us out on our social media pages, make sure you stay up to date with what we're up to and whatnot. Our Twitter is at Corn Sports. Our Instagram is CornFedSports1. Our Facebook is Facebook.com backslash CornFedSports1. And our blog website, which I think... I think I'm. I like the idea of me posting the instant reaction after an episode of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I think too. I think a lot of people would be interested in that too. What do you think? I agree. I mean, because they're just so unpredictable. Yeah. And so you're just left in awe, especially the last couple of episodes. I would say. Yeah, for sure. The horse really took me by surprise. Yeah, that was wild. Just, that blew my mind. Yeah. So poor, poor animal. Yeah, I'll get that going. Maybe. I think Shauna kind of likes writing, too. Maybe she'll do one or two. What do you think about that? We will there's see. A, there's a hobby for you. We will see. There we go. <laughs> but as you guys know, uh, Shauna is... Uh, actually, you guys don't know, but she's the unofficial official editor of the Corn Fed Sports Entertainment <laughs> Podcast. But, AKA, I go on sometimes and I proofread. So when we mess up. If, so. you, if you have any suggestions, um, let me know. Yeah. Yeah, and definitely don't be afraid to... Post on our, our wall and, you know, tell us what we're doing good or what you'd like to see us improve on. But, well, anything else you want to say before we're out for the night? It's always a good time being a part of the Corn Fed Sports and Entertainment. <laughs> Even more a part of it tonight than yeah, I ever have big, been. More than role. just putting a little comment here or there and doing a little laughing. So, <laughs> thanks for sticking around and putting up with us. Yep. So, you know what that means, right? Yep, I do. <laughs> You've been officially... Corn fed.